It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the April 19th edition of DraftKings Tournament Plays, presented by Prize Picks. I'm your host, Adam Scherer. You can follow me on Twitter at ShipMyMoneyDFS. As a reminder, you get one free month of Awesomeo Plus Platinum when you sign up and make a deposit at Prize Picks. Be sure to use the code Awesomeo to receive a 100% first deposit bonus up to $100. We're going to take a look at the top tournament stacks and top tournament pitchers on DraftKings tonight uh, using the top stacks tool and top pitchers tool on the awesome.com website starting with the top stacks coming in at number three the washington nationals have a one percent or sorry are projected for one percent aggregate ownership with a five percent chance of being the top scoring stack they are facing tyler gilbert um they have a 4.7 implied run total just not much ownership um going to washington here it's not a great offense but a decent matchup against gilbert he's a bit of an unknown uh not a, a top prospect or anything like that um, limited sample size last season with Arizona. And you do have at least a couple of very strong hitters in this lineup, or at least we would expect with Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz and Josh Bell, you get uh, a catcher option in the middle of the lineup and Kiebert Ruiz. Kiebert Ruiz. Um, so th- there is still some upside here, even though overall it's not a very good offense and very little ownership coming in. Number two, the Toronto Blue Jays projected for 3% aggregate ownership, a 6% chance of being the top stack on the slate. They have a difficult matchup tonight against Nathan Ivaldi and the Boston Red Sox. They only have a 4.4 implied run total. Ivaldi has been a very solid pitcher since last season, throws hard, has good stuff. Um, He's only allowed 0.89 home runs per nine innings. He's got a 3.45 XFIP, but just not a lot of ownership coming into a Toronto team that does still have a lot of power. Anytime you have George Springer, Bo Bichette, Vlad Guerrero, uh, Lourdes Gurriel, and you know, in a lineup, you have a lot of power. And then there's uh, some cheaper guys to round out the lineup as well. Uh, you know, guys like Matt Chapman, Zach Collins, et cetera. So still a very high upside offense in Fenway park. Uh, we know that there's plenty of power upside there, especially for right-handed hitters in particular. And the Jays have a lot of them. And then the number one tournament stack on DraftKings, looking to the other side of that game, the Boston Red Sox are projected for 4% aggregate ownership with a 7% chance of being the top scoring stack. They have a 5.1 implied run total tonight against Yusei Kikuchi. Kikuchi is another pitcher that really isn't bad. Um, He has struck out 24.2% of hitters since the start of last season. He has a 3.89 XFIP, but he has had some issues with home runs. He's allowed 1.57 home runs per nine innings. Now he's pitching in Fenway Park tonight, which, um, you know, does play up right-handed power. He's a left-handed pitcher, and you have plenty of right-handed power on the Red Sox with Kike Hernandez, Xander Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, Trevor Story. Um, Rafael Devers is a lefty, but obviously just a really good overall hitter. So with a ton of ownership going to the Coors Field game tonight, it lowers the ownership on Boston, makes them look like a very appealing stack in tournaments. Now for the top three tournament pitchers on DraftKings, starting at number three, Framber Valdez is projected for 9% ownership with a 15% chance of being a top two scoring pitcher. He's facing the Los Angeles Angels. 
we know the Angels are a team that have two of the best hitters in baseball at the top of the order in Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. You have a very good Anthony Rendon as well. But then the lineup really drops off. When Taylor Ward is likely to be your four hitter, that's not the most dangerous lineup. Towards the bottom of the order, you start getting some strikeouts as well with guys like Joe Adele, uh, who strikes out at a very high rate. Valdez isn't a great strikeout pitcher. Since the start of last year, he's only struck out 21.9% of hitters, but he does have a 3.58 XFIP. He's extremely good at keeping the ball on the ground and limiting hard contact. And while you don't get the same sort of strikeout upside from him, his ability to limit hard contact, keep the ball on the ground, it does help him pitch a bit, a bit more efficiently since he's not using as many pitches to get strikeouts. Therefore, you can sort of make up for some of the strikeout um, upside, at least uh, by potentially getting an extra inning out of Valdez before he gets taken out because he's thrown too many pitches. Number two, Nathan Evaldi projected for 8% ownership with a 16% chance of being a top two scoring pitcher. Mentioned Toronto when we talked about the stacks, but they do only have a 4.4 implied run total. Evaldi's $9,500. He has a 25.8% strikeout percentage since last season, 3.45 XFIP, as I mentioned before. He's a very good pitcher. And Toronto, while they do have a dangerous lineup, there are still some strikeouts in it. And the bottom of the order isn't quite as strong as it probably will be later in the year. You know, Zach Collins has some power. He's expected to hit sixth. Um, but he's someone that basically was a failed prospect with the White Sox and then now is trying to uh, revitalize his career with Toronto. Uh, Santiago Espinal, not a great power hitter. Calvin Biggio is not normally going to be in their starting lineup, but they're dealing with some injuries right now. So um, once you, if, if Aldi's able to navigate his way through the Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Guriel portion of this lineup, he's likely to be able to have some success against the bottom of the order. And number one, Walker Bueller projected for 7% ownership with a 17% chance of being a top two scoring pitcher. He's $10,700 in a relatively difficult matchup against the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta does still only have a 3.7 implied run total, however, mostly because Walker Bueller is just really good. He struck out 25.7% of hitters since the start of last season. He has a 3.6 XFIP, just a good pitcher where you are paying a premium for his talent, but there's a few pitchers on this slate that are pulling a lot of ownership. And as a result, Bueller is going a little bit overlooked. Uh, it's pretty nice when you can be contrarian by rostering one of the most talented pitchers on the slate. So to recap the top three tournament stacks on DraftKings: number three, the Washington nationals, number two, the Toronto blue Jays, number one, the Boston Red Sox, and the top three tournament pitchers on DraftKings: number three, Framber Valdez, number two, Nathan Evaldi, and number one, Walker Bueller. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.